When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we have a band out of Southern California called Diabology, and I'm actually, Jesse, I want to let you know, I'm wearing a cheeseburger shirt when I do this podcast. Hey, thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, so, so t- tell me a little bit about Diabology and uh, just your band's history. Okay, um, we formed in 2016. Um, I was in like a lot of rock schools, like school rock programs and stuff. Um, and that's where I like learned to play guitar and sing. And um, eventually I just kind of got sick of doing covers there. And so I wanted to go out and write metal. And so I just found, you know, people just like schools and whatever who also wanted to make metal. And we formed the band. And um, that's awesome. Almost entirely new lineup now. We've met at like different shows and stuff. Um, But yeah, we just try to make good music. That's cool, man. The first time I ever talked to you was actually on another podcast that we did. And um, I I said, what I said, what does diabology mean? And you looked at me like you're an idiot. So I actually looked up what diabology means. And it means the study of the devil or of belief in devils. So that's what I have. I've never heard that word in my life before. So, um, but yeah, it's a pretty, so how do you guys come up with that band name? That's a pretty unique name. Like who, who knew what that word meant? Like who was the first one that said we should call it diabology? Um, I came up with a band name. It was actually suggested by my father who read it in a book about Satanism. Nice. Um, but yeah, he just, uh, he gave me like a list of band names and I just jumped out at me. So you guys have been, so it's 2016, so it's been four years. I mean, you, and you guys are fairly young, right? Uh, yeah, we are all 17, 16. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm turning 18 in a week, but so uh, yeah. well, welcome, welcome to adulthood. So, oh boy, can't wait. <laughs> hey, you could buy, you could buy some extra things now that you couldn't buy before, I guess. So I want to introduce the world to diabology and i want to start off with the song you just sent me yesterday and i haven't yet even had a time to listen to it yet so i'm going to be listening to it for the first time right now on the podcast so this song is called the softest grave cool name 
Let's kick it right now.
Yeah, dude, that that song is really good. I'm I'm happy you sent that song to me. That is that your newest song? Yes, it is actually not even out yet. But yeah. awesome. <laughs> I can tell that you. I can tell that song from your other songs just a little bit. The 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 tightness there of, of like that song is really really good. I like how you kind of do like a dark growl. Who does this? And Jesse, do you do all the screaming? Uh, almost all. Matt does a few background screams. Yeah. Who? Okay, is there a different? Is is Matt the one who does like the higher pitch scream? No, he does the like really low ones. The, like... the low ones. Okay, I love when a band goes from like a dark growl to like a high scream. And like when they mix, I think it always sounds really cool when they do that. So good job on that on that on that song. I heard some of that, so that was pretty neat. Okay, so you guys are 16, 17, 18 years old. Been a band for four years. I understand you've had different members, but like who who's played an instrument the longest and how old were they when they started? Um well, let's see. Well, Matt, I Matt used to play when you were like really four. Yeah, I started like around four or five years old. <laughs> and what do you play? The drums. So you started playing the drums at four or five years old? Yeah. Damn, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> that's really... Like, I was in a band in high school, and it sounded nothing as good as what you guys sound like. Like, uh. like not even close to as good as... as I mean, we, we were really bad, actually. So, But we thought, <laughs> we, thought, we, thought, we thought we were good back then. How, so in that song particularly, how long, how long did, it, did it take you to write that song? Um, hmm... I mean, I don't know. I usually, I write songs, like, in parts, kind of. Like, I know some people, oh, you should write all in one sitting. But um, I tend to, like, take at least, like, a couple of days. Um, Do you guys write the lyrics first, or do you guys do the music first? Or do you you guys write the music around the lyrics, or the lyrics to fit the music? uh, I I write the lyrics last, and I like to do it based off of the music. Okay, yeah. I think so, too, because I think the music kind of influences what you write. A lot of times the songs will speak something to you that you're able to kind of pick up just from the sound and then write a song loosely based off how you feel about the music. So I think that's really awesome. I am right now, I'm very envious of your band. You know why? Why? Because <laughs> you guys are outside wearing short sleeve t-shirts in Los Angeles. Let me tell you guys something. It's going to snow here tomorrow, okay? In Oklahoma City, it's supposed to snow. And so I wish I could be outside in a short sleeve shirt. But Oklahoma City, it's weird. We get like 80-degree weather in the middle of December sometimes, or January. So, yeah. so that's cool. Black everywhere. It is no good. <laughs> no, no good. On the softest grave, what's that? I mean, obviously, it's the softest grave. But is there like a deep meaning to that song? Like, do your songs have deep meanings? Or do they just kind of... Are they just kind of cool lyrics? Um, well, to a certain extent, uh, they are just cool lyrics. I like to just, like, kind of put together a lot of cool images. But um, there always is, like, at least a loose theme, if not a story. And um, the idea behind those lyrics was basically just um, I wanted to describe, like, the whole process of, like, sex and birth as, like, a dark, like, satanic ritual. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, and I, by the way, I didn't. I, I swear to God, dude, I'm not even joking. I'm, I did not mean to wear the cheeseburger shirt on the day I was doing your guys' podcast. I didn't even think about it this morning when I got up, and <laughs> I didn't realize it till I, I, I showed it to you on the on the just on video here. I was like, "Hey, I'm wearing a cheeseburger shirt." So uh, 
I lo- dude, I thank you for the shirts too and the pins and the CDs. Hey, yeah, no, thank you for having us. You know? uh, absolutely. Okay, Judgment Day. What is that song about? Are we going to play Judgment Day or Ember to Ash first? Which one do you guys want to do? Uh, let's do Ember to Ash. Okay, let's do Ember to Ash. Let me get that loaded right now. What? Uh, what's Ember to Ash about, man? Um, that was just uh, inspired by like uh, a lot of like fantasy things. Like, um, I was playing the Dark Souls games around that time, so I was kind of very inspired by that like dark, like medieval fantasy world. So, yeah. Uh, well, because you guys are, mo- you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this song first, and then I'm gonna ask you this question. I think it's an interesting question. I think other bands that have people under 18 or under 21 in them, uh, if they want to start a band, I'm gonna ask you some questions about that, and we're gonna get some answers straight from the miners. Okay. All right. Here we here we go. Ember to Ash, Ashes. I said Ash like I live in Oklahoma. Shut up. <laughs> Just a flower that's so she will cry 
Yeah, dude, that song is really jamming. Also, uh, my question to you is, as, a, as this band, currently as it sits right now with its members, how many shows have you guys, have you guys even been able to play a show together? No, no, not really. We've done a few like live streams on our Instagram together, but we haven't done any actual shows. However, well, since COVID, though, we, we've played well, shows together before. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, here's, yeah, we, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, so but, you, have, you guys have played shows together uh, bef- before the before the lockdown and all, or the the whatever it's called. We can't go anywhere. Yes. Yes. And how many shows would you guys say you've, you've played uh, on on those the, on that platform? How many how many of those concerts have you done? Um, I don't know, maybe like ten or so. Okay, is it hard? Is it hard being minors to? And I want anyone who's in a band that or everyone, any, I get a lot of listeners, and, and a lot of them could be you know young, younger. Yeah, I have explicit lyrics on my all over my stuff, but you know, people, teenagers are going to listen to things and. The parents are going to let them. So if someone's 16 or 15 right now and they're listening to the podcast, they're like, we want to start a band, but we think we're going to have some trouble getting into certain venues. Like if it's 21 and over, 18 and over, is it hard for you guys to book those those venues? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, that is probably like one of the biggest roadblocks for us as a band is that we can't play a lot of shows. Some 21 plus or 18 plus shows, will like let us in just to play and then like kick us right out yeah like the viper room and stuff but um yeah no it is definitely a big roadblock there there was even one time we went to a show that was 21 plus and they kicked us out and didn't let us play yeah oh what and was your band invited to play there yeah yeah Yeah, no (laughs) did they did they not know i guess did they not know that you guys weren't over 21 Apparently, we uh, our our bio the first line says Diabology is a teenage metal band, but I guess <laughs> they didn't say, maybe they thought you were just like being you know uh, like some sort of sarcastic or or something like that. That's crazy, dude. Because I know when I was uh, before I was twenty one, I played at a bar called Cheers in California, and we pretty much had to go in through the back, and then as soon as we were done, we had to get out the back. Like we couldn't get it off the stage at all, and the back door was pretty much the entry to the for the stage. So yeah. No. I had several like that, yeah. I wonder, sure. but, I, but I think it would be easier if you guys, once you start marketing yourself more, you could probably get on some of these bigger, like, outdoor event, events, and a lot of those aren't 21 and over. So I would say for the next few years, until you guys are all at least 21, I would try to shoot for, like, outdoor-type um, concerts, because I think I think a lot of those are, are pretty much all ages, instead of, instead of focusing on the bars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, we, we do play a lot of, like, you know, backyard shows and, like, outdoor events, as well as, like, you know, the bars and clubs. And living in Los Angeles, I'm sure it's kind of easy to, it's pretty easy, is it pretty easy to book shows? Um, well, yes and no, because, I mean, there's a ton of, you know, venues and stuff, but there's also a ton of other people booking shows, so it can be hard to, like, you know, get together a good lineup, because... So many bands will just be like, no, I already have another show that day, you know? There's who's, a lot of competition, but there's also a lot of opportunity. Who's the one that who's the one that books the band? Like, do you guys have like a band manager in the band or does like your dad help you do it? Because I know um, I, I know he's a big supporter. And your mom, dude, they're both big supporters of what you guys are doing. Uh, so that's awesome. No, my mom helps a lot. Um I mean everyone, you know, brings like opportunities we can, you know, to the table. Um but yeah, no, like, me and my mom, uh, like, 
do the majority of like the direct contact. So. Does every single person in the band have one song? Like, is, is there one song in your guys' lineup that there's one band member that's like, I hate this song. Why are we doing this song? Like, he just doesn't like it, but you still play because it it's a song on your on your. Because like sometimes the band runs write a song, everyone likes it, and one person just doesn't like it. Do you guys ever run across that? Um, no. Um, the only thing. Well, I mean, I at least I don't think so. Personally, I'm like all. Yeah, I mean, I think if anyone just explicitly hated a song, then we just wouldn't play it. Is there is there one song that the band likes the least, or like one person of the band likes least? Not necessarily hate, but it's like eh. What these two were just saying was, um, we have one song which is the lead single from our debut album, and that was Seas of Eternity. And when we did the music video shoot, we had to listen to it on loop for like a whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> totally sick of it, but <laughs> we you still play. It's not that anyone you know hates the song. It's after, just <laughs> do you, like a, go ahead. The point where I can listen to it now. Yeah. <laughs> do, uh, do, uh, do you like cruise down Santa Monica Boulevard, blasting your music from your cars? <laughs> you should do that. You should do that. Uh, yeah, it sounds like good marketing. Um, I mean, I don't. Uh, I, I I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I don't personally listen to our music that much because you know, <laughs> I listen to it a lot when I practice it and you know like play it with them. So I don't my, need to hear it more. <laughs> when I was when I was your age, my dream would have been cruising down some hot Los Angeles road in a convertible. Blaring my own songs and like the biggest, most badass record label producer owner comes right up to me and is like, what song is that? You got it signed. But that's probably never going to happen. But it could happen. It could happen. Buy a convertible and we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay. Judgment. Judgment Day. What's that song all about? Um, that, that song is actually the earliest Diabology song that we still play. It was actually the third, but it was the first good one. So... <laughs> but yeah um the lyrics are just about like the biblical event of judgment day um it's just describing that it's kind of like when you get married like you, you when you're just dating you have like an anniversary you know but then when you get married you have a brand new anniversary so it's same thing with the music this is your first song because the first song you actually really like the band that did it and so this is the first song instead of your other ones that you wrote that were not you, you don't consider those anymore. It's like you were dating, but now you're married. So let's play Judgment Day by Diabology. And here we go, guys.
Yeah, so if you guys, if that's the first song that you guys really liked, that song is jamming, man. That song is dope. Dude. Do people still say dope? I don't know, but I do. That song was dope, man. I liked it. Thank you. We very much appreciate it. Yeah, man. You know what I like about that song? Here's what I like is there's actually singing in that song. Okay? The guitar solo riffs. I love it. Like with a da 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 or whatever that that that, that kind of that kind of poppy bass, you know that that you guys do with the with the cutting in and out. The guitar solo on that is dope. Who's one that plays the guitar like for that? I play the guitar solo there. Yeah. Who does? It, it's just kind of two, but I play the first one. Uh, yeah, he plays the real solo solo. We both play guitar, but right, yeah, he... right. That's what I was wondering who actually did that solo. That's awesome, and I like that there's like. Honestly, in that song, what I hear, and you could go both ways with it, and metalheads might hate me for it, and that's okay, because I feel like at the very end there, there was like a, 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 a smidget of a portion of that song that kind of sounded punk rock to me. Yeah, no, we um, we definitely do have like a lot of punk influence. Um, I feel like um, lately we've been going a little more into metal and less punk. But uh, we definitely, we like a lot of punk, and it, there definitely is an element of influence. Especially in the early material. Yeah. So, would you say, because I know, I know, Jesse, I know you're, I, I, I think, because I know with, with you, yeah, yeah, punk band also, um, does the whole band also listen to punk rock? Are you guys kind of like all punk, head, punk metal heads that, that also like punk music? Or what? I like There's, punk, but I'm yeah. definitely far more into metal. Like. Yeah, I, I do listen like to, to some punk, but mostly I usually listen to metal. Yeah, I think I'm probably the most punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, probably that's because you also do the, the punk band, so I, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm really impressed that you guys have not been around for that long, and I'm impressed that you guys started at, at a young age and that you've been a band together, uh, or that the band's been around for, you know, four years or so. And I think once you get out of high school, you know, what's, what's, what's your plans? Like, do you, what do you guys see with the future of Diabology? Like, what's your plans? You graduate high school, are you guys going to go to college, going to go to work, going to try to stay around so the band still can, can, can grow? Like, is that going to be your, your choice career for your future? I mean, we definitely would like it to be our careers, I believe. Um, I want Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that, like, right now, no one really has any plans to leave L.A. or anything. So, 
uh, yeah, I mean, we're sticking with it as long as we can. And yeah, I mean, hopefully we, you know, make it all the way, but we're having fun either way. So yeah, you know, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I talked to a lot of bands and a lot of bands that are doing it. A lot of guys have been in a band for, you know, sometimes it takes 10 years to really have that, that solid sound and that solid falling because once you guys will understand it too. And I'm sure you already have in the, in the four years you've been playing music, you're constantly changing up your style. Uh, especially with new influences that come in that you guys hear and kind of like, you guys maybe want to do something more like that. And what you guys are doing now, your sound, and you're still probably going to be metal in you know ten years. But I, I think your sound's going to change a little bit, and it's always going to get better. So the fact that you guys are starting young and hopefully have a plan, uh, you know, and like I, I told the band last night, if you guys are going to be in a band and you want to make it big time, you got to think like a business, act like a business, and brand yourself like a business. You know, I think I think your branding's there. Your shirt's really awesome. You have a cool logo. You have a cool name. Your design, yeah. Uh, that's all. That's was that like a, 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 a collective uh, idea? Um, no, the logo actually was just um, made by our. Um, it, it was our guitarist at the time's like mother's boyfriend. Um, but we kind of just said we wanted something that was like kind of metal and also punk because like in those early days we were like all very much punk. I mean, like, going back to what you were saying about Evolving, like, we're already working on our second album, and I definitely think we're leaning a lot more into, like, our metal influences, and I think, I, I, I think we're getting tighter. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. I'm really looking forward to uh, listening to your newer stuff, you know, and you have my email address, you have my cell phone number, so whenever you, whenever you if you email me something, if you email me, like, one of your new songs that's finished, uh, you know, shoot me a text message, say, hey, I just sent this over to your email but you got to text me, otherwise it gets lost. In, you know, gets gets lost in the mix. But I'll definitely go look at it because I'm excited to hear your new stuff. I think that first song I played, uh, the softest grave. I think the name is really good for that song, and I, I, that song generally is just it's really it's it's really tight. You know, it's, it sounds good. It's 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 pleasing to the ear. That's what we're going for. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play "Defiling Innocence." Before I do, do you have any local bands where you live? that you are that you're like friend band friends with oh yeah no definitely um we are friends with uh the guys in nightmare enterprises um speed of light um oh god there's so many (laughs) overall um uh, do you guys have more uh (laughs) pretty close with space rodents yeah space rodents (laughs) uh dude you got to get those guys in contact with me just because of that name space rodents (laughs) i like it (laughs) <laughs> yeah um god um corrupt um our friend uh julia um uh shit no Jul- um, here's what i'm gonna do here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna play defiling innocence and while i'm playing that song i want you guys to think of some of your favorite bands that you played with friends that you know and give them a shout out on the podcast so they can hear it uh, along with everybody else who listens to the to the episode so okay. here we go with defiling innocence And think about it, guys. Don't forget. Yes. All right. Here we go. Yeah. 
in every single one of your songs, I love the guitar solo parts. Like it fits the music so well. Very well written. That song had a really nice, almost a cathedral type metal feel to it at the end. And it was it was awesome. So did you guys think about the bands? Uh yes. Uh we would like to shout out our friends in uh Zombie Eating Horse uh and the Faltering Line. They're both great bands that you should check out. Um awesome. uh, Antagonist. Uh they on the same record label. Um also want to shout out our friend Isaac from Vulgar Productions and his band Program to Hate. He's booked us on a lot of cool events and we're very grateful for him. Um, and also the homies in With Liberty. They're a really cool punk band. So if you like punk, you should check them out too. You know, you know that there's one band you're forgetting. I don't know who they are, but there's a band out there you're forgetting who's going to be like, come on, man. Why don't you give me a shout out, bro? Like and you're gonna and you're gonna hear about it tomorrow when they call you after they listen to the podcast. <laughs> and you're like, "Oops, I'm so sorry, I forgot about that." You know what's gonna happen? It, that's just the way the world works. Uh, but is there anything that we didn't cover? We got just about five minutes left on the podcast. Is there anything that you, anyone in the band specifically, specifically would like to say about your band, your bandmates, your mu- your music, where you're headed that we did not cover on the podcast? Um. Well, I mean, this is <laughs> this is our second week back together yeah. after like six months of quarantine. Um, yeah. Oh damn! And, yeah, uh, we're very happy to be back, and we're uh, going to be hosting a live stream for my birthday um, on all our like social media pages. We'll be streaming like yeah. Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Um, oh, I'm not sure. But that's October 30th, um, and there will be a recording up later. So if this is po- if you're watching this after, you can go watch that. But um, yeah, we're, I'm just I'm very grateful to be back with these guys and back to you know creating. Well, you guys music. all you guys all have lo- the long matching quarantine hair. Although I don't think quarantine did that. I think you just <laughs> I just think you guys are just doing that. <laughs> yeah, my my hair is a bit longer than normal, but it was longer before yeah. I so what kind of con- what kind of conditioner do you guys use? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that question. But Je- Jesse looks like he does take a little. Like he probably uses you know the higher end L'Oreal than everybody else uses. Is <laughs> what I would think by looking at him. All right, go ahead. What were you gonna say? We got some singles coming out soon, so look out for those. Yes, the software will be one of them. Okay. Yes. How if you want to buy your music, where can they go to buy it, or where can they go to download it, listen to it? What's your Facebook? How can people get a hold of Diabology? Because you guys are hot. They're going to want to book you in the concerts. They're going to be like, how do we get a hold of them? So uh, let us know right now. How do they, how, Tell the world. Yes, we're on all the social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that. Um, you can find our music on uh, Bandcamp if you want to buy it. It is name your price. You can also download it for free. And we're also on all the major streaming services, you know, Spot- the Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, all that. So, yeah, just Diabology, Diabology Band. Are you guys, uh, are you guys are on Instagram? Yes. And what's, Diabology. Your, what, what's your Instagram tag? What's what is it? Is it a tag name? What do you call it on Instagram? I don't even know. What is it? Yeah, you're at it's Diabology Band. Diabology Band. All right. Well, I do. I the best of luck to Diabology, and I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in the future, and just, you know, 
there's gonna be there's gonna be goods and there's gonna be bads. You guys are gonna argue. You guys are gonna hate each other. You're gonna love each other. At the end of the day, you guys stick with what you're doing because I believe that you guys can go places. Uh, I think you guys are on the right track. And, you know, keep on. As soon as you guys can start playing shows again, is California still, like, on lockdown, lockdown? Uh, pretty tight. Yeah, it's, pretty it's bad. a little there's bit a, there's loose. A lot of but, here. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, re- it keeps going down and resurging and everything. So, yeah, we're still pretty tightly locked down. You know, I got a quick question. Are... Is there any places you could even play a venue at right now if you wanted to? There are some shows happening in, like, backyards and stuff, not really venues. Yeah, I, I just um, went to a, a show at the beach yesterday, just, like, outside of uh, the beach cool. area. Yeah, I know, uh, I know some other bands just did a show in, like, the L.A. River. <laughs> oh, it's, I, was just, I was just talking with KP, like, last week. Um, he actually wound up moving. Uh, he doesn't live in Huntington Beach anymore, but he was living there, and out like two wait, two weeks ago, I think, and he was like at like a like a drum circle or something like that. There was like a huge outdoor party, and there was all kinds of people dancing and singing. And I thought they pretty much shut California down, but I guess I guess I guess he was still able to go to that thing. So man, just as soon as quarantine's over, you guys need to book as many shows as you can. And all the fact you guys can even all be here and do this podcast. Shows that your parents support what you guys are doing, so you better, you know, tell them thank you for supporting your music. I certainly do. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's it. That's all we got for tonight's episode on the Loud Spot. If you like Diabology, go check them out. They're on my Facebook page, also. I like their band. Uh, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>